This is Mark Emmelman, and you're listening to the Green Carpet Growing Home Grow Show. Hello, Tony. How are you doing today? I am doing excellent, Mark. How about yourself? I can't complain here in sunny San Diego on Thanksgiving week. It's beautiful out. Uh, folks, everybody, I'm on the phone with Tony Sarah, the inventor of Spike Soil, and he's over in Arizona, and he's going to be on our show today and tell us uh, quite a bit about Spike Soil, their their fertilizers, and what's going on, and why it's so good, and what the buzz is all about. Um, Tony, but before we talk about Spike Soil, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you've come from professionally? Uh, sure, be happy to. Actually, I am a horticulturist by profession. Uh, kind of grew up in the nursery and landscape industry in Arizona. Uh, started officially in January of 81. Got my degree from the U of A. Made the dean's list an honorable mention back. Graduated in 92. Uh, so things are going great. Been doing this for longer than I care to remember sometimes, um, and started playing around with a bunch of different organic nutrients uh, 10 years ago, and literally ended up developing my own organic fertilizer that was the basis for the dirt martini, which is the living potting soil for uh, uh, spike soil. Excellent. Why don't you tell us a little bit about these products a little more? What what is in what are they made of? And go kind of step by step. It's a three step process. Step one is dirt martini. What is in dirt martini? Well, it might be a little easier to start with what it was built around, which was my uh, fertilizer. Fertilizer is comprised of bat guano, kelp meal, neem seed meal, or neem cake, uh, one and the same. There is what is labeled as volcanic ash. It is a type of montmorillonite clay like azomite. Uh, we have a little magnesium sulfate in there for your cow mag. Uh, people like to refer to it as Epsom salt. Then there is some molasses and powder form to help keep those microorganisms happy. And then there is some mycorrhizae in there. What's uh, mycorrhizae? So it's everything. Mycorrhizae are the beneficial microorganisms that form a symbiotic relationship with the plant's roots. So they actually uh, grow and colonize with the plant's roots and help exploit every nook and cranny that's available in the soil to extract every last bit of nutrient and moisture that's available in the soil. So they are some of your beneficial microorganisms that make up the soil biome and help constitute a living soil. So they... they do most fertilizers for cannabis have that? A number of organic fertilizers do have the uh, mycorrhizae in there. They may have different ones. They can be in different concentrations. So you need to look and see what is in each specific one. Um, some of them are a shotgun blast, a small amount of a whole bunch of different ones. Mine is the glomus interradices, just at a higher content than one single one. The fertilizer was originally formulated for people's edible crops, for their vegetable gardens, their fruit trees at home. Uh, and the Glomus interradices interacts with most edible crop plants in the world. So that's why that was 
chosen at a higher concentration. And the Dermartini does have additional uh, mycorrhizae and uh, trichoderma in there as well. So you've got a little bit of everything in the soil itself to help uh, get things going. In fact, some people have opened up some of the bags of the dirt martini and found a white appearance to it. That's the mycelium, which is beneficial microorganisms already growing in the soil just because it is so alive and have even noticed it with the fertilizer itself. People opening up a bag of fertilizer and they look inside and it's clumps and it's white and looks like a mold. And that is the beneficial bacteria. Hey, I've already... been there. I've been there. I, I freaked out a little bit the first time. Um, but yeah, I've seen it. And as you know, I love your products and I'm guarding exclusively with them and I'm selling them. So it's just really freaking awesome, Tony, that you're the inventor and you're basically just out there talking to people about your product and educating them. And I'm, I'm, I'd love for you to give just a rundown of why does, why is Spike Soil always talking about gardening being simple and easy? Like what, what is that all about? Well, it, it, it's gardening simplified because we've already done it all for you. There's everything there. You don't need to be adding three or four different bags. You, you have one bag. We have the three products, the soil. There's step one, plant in the soil. Step two is another round fertilizer, which uh, was the, is the main formula to promote growth on your plants. And then step three, when your plants reach the flowering uh, phase, that's a bloom boost fertilizer. It's the same ingredients as in another round, but just, you know, the numbers varied a little bit to give a little different NPK value to help promote a good uh, flowering cycle on the plants. And as far as cannabis goes, as you know, everybody is saying that it's the ingredients in there from the fertilizers that is helping to produce a very smooth uh, quality smoke on the, uh, on the plants. And I've had several other people who have said they, they just love the, what it's doing for them, how they feel after doing it for uh, smoking with our product line versus other product lines. Uh, nobody's told me what they're comparing well, to. And I don't love with your and I don't I don't care to know. I'm not going to act like I'm not in love with your product, but I tell every smoothest smoke. I tried all kinds of products, and in terms of smoothness, it is literally superior. So I'm in love with how smooth the smoke is, and. You were talking about the steps two and three. What is the application process? How do you do it? And how often? The application process is, is simple. You're just going to top dress with the required amount. Uh, the instructions are on the bag and easy to follow. So say you're growing something in like a seven or 10 gallon container. Then every couple weeks, if you're doing an indoor grow on a cannabis plant, you're going to top dress with a couple cups and water it in. When you go to flower, you're going to do the same thing with the bloom boost, with the flower mix. Every couple weeks for the first six weeks, so you'll have three total applications there. You're going to top dress with a couple cups of the bloom booze, water it in. So it constitutes as no-till organics as well, and that's what makes it so simple. There's nothing else to do. There's no other measuring involved. There's no wondering, did I put enough? Did I put too much? Due to the combination of all the different ingredients, uh, you should not show any deficiencies of any of your nutrients as well either. Uh, 
Uh, and for vegetable garden, say you're doing an outdoor vegetable garden, you're doing the same thing, but you may be only adding it once a month, depending upon the uh, crop plant and your growing conditions. I mean, those are going to vary by region by region, and uh, you can always feel free to reach out to us, contact us on the website, and we're happy to answer those questions if you've got something specific for your growing region. Excellent. I love to hear that, and you've been nothing but you know, a resource and supportive in all my questions. Um, I understand High Times covered you in your first year. Um, so what was that all about? How did High Times yeah, we get, were, get wind of Spike Soil? We were actually at MJ BizCon in 2017 as just kind of our, that was our coming out party, if you wish, uh, just trying to get people to know about us. We were still doing the final testing uh, getting people to know and familiar with our products. We were finalizing the labels. So we were, we were giving out samples. And um, Danny Denko, who was the senior cultivation editor for High Times, had stopped by the booth, spoken with uh, Seth, who was there at the time. And he requested we send him out some samples, which we did in January. And I don't think he was a month into the grow with it. And he was so enamored with it that he said he wanted to feature us in their new product page, giving us a promotion and listing there. But he wanted to wait until they did their, I believe it's the 100 year, or 100 year, it was their 10th anniversary edition. It was a big, it was their anniversary edition for certain. And so he, he wanted to wait until to really promote us up big. And in that copy of their, uh... that's great. Did you tell me that somebody um, that that's kind of like born some fruit for you? Like people contacted you and they actually found out about you through High Times. So Tony, I am back for part two. Lost you there for a minute. I understand you've patented your fertilizers and not your soil. Can you just tell, tell me a little bit about that? Yes, uh, the fertilizers were so unique. It was such a unique blend. Nobody else out there doing anything like it. Um, and it was giving such amazing results that uh, I was able to get the fertilizers themselves patented, uh, showing and demonstrating to the patent office the uniqueness uh, of the product. There was one gentleman who had been growing roses here in for over 40 years, he had been the uh, president of his local rose society. He had tried it on his roses and said that it gave him results that he had never seen in all his years of growing roses or compared to any other fertilizer that he'd used out there. Another person who was using it on her uh, blueberries back east and on some of her other plants, she said she gave a little bit to some of her friends in their gardening club of 30 years, and they were reporting the same thing, results that they hadn't seen with anything else. Uh, we also had Louisiana Tech University do a trial. They potted up in our soil in the dirt martini uh, against, and their control mix was a standard horticulture mix, just peat, perlite, and vermiculite equal mixes, and they ran against a couple different fertilizers and just growing bell peppers in the greenhouse there. And about two weeks before harvest, uh, they had white flies get into the greenhouse. 
And according to the professor and the greenhouse manager, the white flies were all over all of the plants. And they sent us their report and pictures to accompany it, showing that although there were white flies on our on the plants grown with the fertilizer in the soil, there was no active feeding going on on those plants while there was on all of the other plants. Uh, in fact, you can see that as a post on my Instagram account if you just go to Spike Soil Tony. All right. So what you're saying is the flies were feeding on the other plants and not on your plants. Yes, that was what was reported by the professor at Louisiana Tech University. There. Do you have any inkling as to why? Um, number one, everybody knows that a healthy plant will help to resist insect feeding. I also believe that, and it will take more testing to confirm, but I, my own personal hypothesis and running theory is that the combination of the ingredients and the fertilizer aided the plants in building stronger silicates in the foliage, which made them less palatable to feeding by the insects. Interesting. Well, I do hope you guys get to figure that out. That's really fascinating. Oh, yes. No, I, I'm looking forward to trying to do a repeat action. Now, I can't say and would not say at this point without further testing if you would see that on a brand new young plant versus one that was better established. I have had a few other people say that when they were just using my uh, fertilizer alone on established fruit bearing plants such as grapevines, uh, some people using it on their squashes in their in-ground vegetable garden that they were, were reporting with long-term use less uh, insect feeding as well on those plants versus other plants that they weren't using it on when they were doing their own trials at home just to see if they would even like it. It's incredible. It is literally incredible. I'm, I'm still completely enamored with the smoothness of the smoke that I have and that's really the main selling point for me. There's other selling points for other people, but for me, the smoothness of the smoke just doesn't compare. And, you know, I smoke joints, so it's wonderful for me. I do love your Instagram because it does show all the different fruits and vegetables and cannabis that people are growing with your product. Of course, on my Instagram, Green Carpet Growing, all of our up-close shots are of cannabis growing with your product. And I can attest, it's simple, it's easy, and I'm just so glad you launched your business uh, around the same time we did, and I just want everyone to know that it wasn't like I didn't just completely get into bed off, you know, a whim, like I really, you know, I gardened with your product, and I put it through different challenges, and at the end of the day... Um, Wow, Green Carpet Growing launched, Spike Soil launched. I think we're a match made in heaven. But we both preach the same gospel, and that is growing cannabis can be easy and simple. And you're part of that equation for, for us. So I'm really stoked about our, our new partnership. And folks listening, you can get Spike Soil on the Green Carpet Growing website. If you're in San Diego, you can pick it up, and we will take care of you. If not, if you're not in San Diego, you can reach out to Tony on his Instagram. What is your Instagram handle again? Uh, Spike Soil Tony. How's that spelled? S 
T-O-N-Y or T-O-N-Y? Good. I couldn't remember, even though we communicate on Instagram quite a bit. Yes. So is there anything else that I didn't bring up or that you didn't bring up that you wanted to share today? Uh, I guess the only other thing is, too, is, is when you do when you do apply even the fertilizer to your soil, I think you saw it yourself, Mark, that there are times where you just get a nice mound of mycelium growth on top of the soil from all the uh, beneficials, not only in the soil, but in the, in the fertilizer kicking in, in your soil biome, helping to break everything down to make it available to the plants. And it just makes it that much easier. You're not having to add so many other products to your grow, um, you know, yep. it's, it, it's just simple. It's easy to use. There's no measuring. There's no mess. Um, about the watering, actually, you just reminded me the watering situation. You know, when I first started using your soil, uh, I was aware that there's a lot of peat moss in there. So I gave it extra water and have found that, you know, it, it does need a little more water than other soils, top soils. Um, what would you say? About it, it's the peat moss, and we've found a, a fully organic uh, wetting agent now that we're going to start using that will help uh, ease up some of that where people were, were starting to water. The peat moss can get hydrophobic. It'll re- repel the moisture a little bit. Uh, there is a little cocoa core in there as well to help absorb some of that moisture. And so, yes, the initial watering, you may have to slowly water it two or three times to get it uh, well watered initially, but once you get it moist, it holds the moisture uh, much longer, so you're not having to do as much watering early on. And then once the plants start to root out into the soil, you will see it dry out a little bit quicker and absorb the moisture even better. Excellent. Well, Tony, I think... I've asked you more than enough questions. We've we've got about a 20-minute podcast today, and we have two minutes left. So we got two minutes here. What are we going to talk uh, about? <laughs> I think just, uh, I don't know, how, how nice the weather is here and everything between here in San Diego. I mean, yeah, well, we're still praying for rain over here for – Yes. No, we're keeping everybody in California in our prayers. We just hope it doesn't turn into massive mudslides for everybody. Uh, We want everybody to be able to get out of the tents and get into some kind of better shelter. Seriously. And what's, what's up, what's coming up for the next year? Any, any special spike soil announcements or news or are you going to be at any particular conferences i know you talked about coming to san diego in january uh you were actually here a few months ago when buzzfeed came to film a class Uh, right now that's what's on the horizon is getting over to visit with you again in in sometime in january and beyond that i haven't looked any farther ahead for other conferences and stuff to attend just yet but they are definitely uh coming up in the pipeline. Excellent. Also, people love your branding. They love the imagery and that does help sell your product. Okay. I, think. Um, I mean, it's all about the, the soil and the fertilizer, but you also nailed it with the package. 
So good luck to you. We'll be in touch and we'll have a part three or four if we get a bunch of questions. Otherwise, Tony, it's a pleasure. As oh, always. you bet, Mark. It's a pleasure here as well and look forward to doing more podcasts in the future. All right, my friend. Keep going. You too. Have a good day. Bye. Bye now. Thank mm-hmm. you.